Hare Krishna, <clears throat> dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel, where we're trying to keep the, the vibration going, to keep the sound going, the Shabda Brahma, which can purify the world and the hearts of all the human beings on the world, in the world, whether they know it or not whether they know it or not. Everyone's getting purified by this <coughs> daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. First, Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram from Srila Sanatam Goswami glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam in a wonderful way. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Dvandoditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life, heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun, risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Premavarshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin Madbudo Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya Mad Ananda Namostude. I bow down to you who is supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistadagamad bhagya madananda namostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin adini chochata kada anamun jagadachin mam premna rit kandayokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please. Never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reached the 29th, the, the sixth 
chapter, rather, of the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, in which Narda is continuing to explain to Vyasadeva upon re the request of Vyasadeva what, what happened to him uh, after his mother left. Uh, how did he attain perfection and how did it all happen? So we're starting with text 29 and Narda is still speaking. At the end of the millennium, when the Personality of Godhead, Lord Narayana, lay down within the water of devastation, Brahma began to enter into him along with all creative elements. And I also entered through his breathing. Purport Narada is known as the son of Brahma, as Lord Krishna is known as the son of Vasudeva. The Personality of Godhead and his liberated devotees like Narada appear in the material world by the same process. As it is said in the Bhagavad Gita, the birth and activities of the Lord are all transcendental. Therefore, according to authorized opinion, the birth of Narada as the son of Brahma is also a transcendental pastime. His appearance and disappearance are practically on the same level as those of the Lord. The Lord and His devotees are therefore simultaneously one and different as spiritual entities. They belong to the same category of transcendence. Text 30 After 4 billion 320 million solar years when Brahma awoke to create again by the will of the Lord all the rishis like Marichi, Angira, Atri and so on were created from the transcendental body of the Lord and I also appeared along with them. Purport <clears throat> The duration of a day in the life of Brahma is 4,320,000,000 solar years. This is stated also in the Bhagavad Gita. And for this same period, Brahmaji rests at night in Yoga Nidra within the body of Garbhodakashayi Vishnu, the generator of Brahma. Thus, after the sleeping period of Brahma, when there is again creation by the will of the Lord through the agency of Brahma, all the great rishis again appear from different parts of the transcendental body and Narda also appears. This means that Narda appears in the same transcendental body, just as a man awakes from sleep in the same body. Sri Narda is eternally free to move in all parts of the transcendental and material creations of the Almighty. He appears and disappears in his own transcendental body, which is without distinction of body and soul, unlike conditioned beings. 
Text 31. Since then, by the grace of the Almighty Vishnu, I travel everywhere without restriction, <clears throat> both in the transcendental world and in the three divisions of the material world. This is because I am fixed in unbroken devotional service of the Lord. Purport As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, there are three divisions of the material spheres, namely the Urdhva-loka, topmost planets, Madhya-loka, midway planets, and Adho-loka, downward planets. Beyond the Urdhva-loka planets, that is to say, above the Brahma-loka, are the material coverings of the universes, and above that is the spiritual sky, which is unlimited in expansion, containing unlimited, self-illuminated Vaikuntha planets, inhabited by God Himself, along with His associates, who are all eternally liberated living entities. Sri Narada Muni could, could enter all these planets in both the material and spiritual spheres without restriction, as much as the Almighty Lord is free to move personally in any part of His creation. In the material world, the living beings are influenced by the three material modes of nature, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance. But Sri Narada Muni is transcendental to all these material modes. And thus he can travel everywhere unrestricted. He is a liberated spaceman. The causeless mercy of Lord Vishnu is unparalleled and such mercy is perceived by the devotees only by the grace of the Lord. Therefore the devotees never fall down, but the materialists, that is, the fruitive workers and the speculative philosophers, do fall down, being forced by their respective modes of nature. The rishis, as above mentioned, cannot enter into the transcendental world like Narada. This fact is, this fact is disclosed in the is disclosed in the Narasimha Purana. Rishis like Marichi are authority, authorities in fruitive work, and Rishis like Sanaka and Sanatana are authorities in philosophical speculation. But Sri Narada Muni is the prime authority for the transcendental devotional service of the Lord. All the great authorities in the devotional service of the Lord follow in the footsteps of Narada Muni by following his orders in the Narada Bhakti Sutra. And therefore, all the devotees of the Lord are unhesitatingly qualified to enter into the kingdom of God, Vaikuntha. Text 32 And thus I travel constantly singing the transcendental message of the glories of the Lord, vibrating this instrument called a vena, which is charged with transcendental sound and which was given to me by Lord Vishnu. PURPORT The musical stringed instrument 
called Divina, which was handed to Narada by Lord Sri Krishna, is described in the Linga Purana, and this is confirmed by Srila Jiva Goswami. This transcendental instrument is identical with Lord Sri Krishna and Narada because all of them are of the same transcendental category. Sound vibrated by the instrument cannot be material and therefore the glories and pastimes which are broadcast by the instrument of Narada are also transcendental without a tinge of material inebriety. The seven singing meters, namely Sha, Sajja, Ri, Rishab, Ga, Gandhara, Ma, Madhyama, Pa, Panchama, Da, Daivata, and Ni, Nishada, are also transcendental and specifically meant for transcendental songs. As a pure devotee of the Lord, Sri Narada Dev is always fulfilling his obligation to the Lord for his gift of the instrument, and thus he is always engaged in singing his transcendental glories, and is therefore infallible in his exalted position. Following in the footsteps of Srila Narada Muni, a self-realized soul in the material world also properly uses the sound meters, namely Shari, Ga, Ma, and so on, in the service of the Lord by constantly singing His glories. As confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 9.14, the Mahatmas, or great souls, have no business in life except singing the transcendental glories of the Lord. Text 33. The Supreme Lord Sri Krishna whose glories and activities are pleasing to hear, at once, <clears throat> at once appears on the seat of my heart, as if called for, as soon as I begin to chant his holy activities. Purport The Absolute Personality of Godhead is not different from his transcendental name, form, pastimes, and the sound vibrations thereof. As soon as a pure devotee engages himself in the pure devotional service of hearing, chanting, and remembering the name, fame, and activities of the Lord, at once he becomes visible to the transcendental eyes of the pure devotee by reflecting himself on the mirror of the heart by spiritual television. Therefore, a pure devotee who is related with the Lord in loving transcendental service, can experience the presence of the Lord at every moment. It is a natural psychology in every individual case that a person likes to hear and enjoy his personal glories enumerated by others. That is a natural instinct. And the Lord, being also an individual personality like others, is not an exception to this psychology because psychological characteristics visible in the individual souls are but reflections of the same psychology in the Absolute Lord. The only difference is 
that the Lord is the greatest personality of all and absolute in all his affairs. If, therefore, the Lord is attracted by the pure devotees, pure devotees chanting of his glories, there is nothing astonishing. Since he is absolute, he can appear himself in the picture of his glorification, the two things being identical. Srilanarda chants the glorification of the Lord not for his personal benefit, but, be, but because the glorifications are identical with the Lord. Narada Muni penetrates into the presence of the Lord by the transcendental chanting. Mm. Jai. Srila Prabhupada's transcendental daily readings, Srila Prabhupada's books, Ki Jai. Text 34. Narada is continuing to speak. It is personally experienced by me that those who are always full of cares and anxieties due to desiring contact of the senses with their objects can cross the ocean of nations on a most suitable boat, the constant chanting of the transcendental activities of the personality of Godhead. Etadhyaturachitanam matra sparshechchaya mahuhu babasindu plavodrishto haricharya nuvarnanam. It is personally experienced by me that those who are always full of cares and anxieties due to desiring contact of the senses with their objects can cross the ocean of nations on a most suitable boat, the constant chanting of the transcendental activities of the Personality of Godhead. PURPORT The symptoms of a living being is that he cannot remain silent, even for some time. He must be doing something, thinking of something, or talking about something. Generally, the materialistic men think and discuss about subjects which satisfy their senses. But as these things are exercised under the influence of the external, illusory energy, such sensual activities do not actually give them any satisfaction. On the contrary, they become full with cares and anxieties. This is called maya, or what is not. That which cannot give them satisfaction is accepted as an object for satisfaction. So Narada Muni, by his personal experience, says that satisfaction for such frustrated beings engaged in sense gratification is to chant always the activities of the Lord. The point is that the subject matter only should be changed. No one can check the thinking activities of a living being, nor the feeling, willing, or working processes. But if, but if one wants actual happiness, 
he must change the subject matter only. Instead of talking of the politics of a dying man, one might discuss the politics administered by the Lord Himself. Instead of relishing activities of the cinema artists, one can turn his attention to the activities of the Lord with His eternal associates like the gopis and lakshmis. The Almighty Personality of Godhead, by His causeless mercy, descends to this earth, to the earth, and manifests activities almost on the line of the worldly men, but at the same time extraordinary, because He is Almighty. He does so for the benefit of all conditioned souls, so that they may, can turn their attention to transcendence. By doing so, the conditioned souls will gradually be promoted to the transcendental position and easily cross the ocean of nations, the source of all miseries. This is stated from personal experience by such an authority as Sri Narada Muni. And we can have the same experience also if we begin to follow in the footsteps of the great sage, the dearmost devotee of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 35. It is true that by practicing restraint of the senses by the yoga system, one can get relief from the disturbances of desire and lust. But this is not sufficient to give satisfaction to the soul. For this satisfaction is derived from devotional service to the Personality of Godhead. PURPORT Yoga aims at controlling the senses. By practice of the mystic process of bodily exercise in sitting, thinking, feeling, willing, concentrating, meditating, and at last being merged into transcendence, one can control the senses. The senses are considered like venomous serpents and the yoga system is just to control them. On the other hand, Narada Muni recommends another method for trolling, controlling the senses, the transcendental loving service of Mukunda, the Personality of Godhead. By his experience, he says that devotional service to the Lord is more effective and practical than the system of artificially controlling the senses. In the service of the Lord, Makunda, the senses are transcendentally engaged. Thus there is no chance of their being engaged in sense gratification. The senses want some engagement. To check them artificially is no check at all because as soon as there is some opportunity for enjoyment, the serpent-like senses will certainly take advantage of it. There are so many instances in history, such as Vishwamrita Muni's falling victim to the beauty of Menaka. But Haridas Thakur was allured at midnight by the well-dressed Maya, and still she could not induce that great devotee to fall into her trap. The whole idea is that without devotional service to the, of the Lord, 
neither the yoga system nor dry philosophical speculation can ever become successful. Pure devotional service of the Lord, without being tinged with fruitive work, mystic yoga, or speculative philosophy, is the foremost procedure to attain self-realization. Such pure devotional service is transcendental in nature, and the systems of yoga and jnana are subordinate to such a process. When the transcendental devotional service is mixed with a subordinate process, it is no longer transcendental, but is called mixed devotional service. Srila Vyasadeva, the author of Srimad Bhagavatam, will gradually develop all these different systems of transcendental realization in the text. <clears throat> text 36. O Vyasadeva, you are freed from all sins. Thus I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization as you asked. All this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also. Purport The process of devotional activities from the beginning to the stage of transcendence has all been duly explained to satisfy the inquiries of Vyasadeva. Narda has explained how the seeds of devotional service were sown by transcendental association and how they gradually developed by hearing the sages. The result of such hearing is detachment from worldliness, so much so that even a small boy could receive the death news of his mother, who was his only caretaker, as the blessing of God. And at once he took the opportunity to search out the Lord. A sincere urge for having an interview with the Lord was also granted to him, although it is not, although it is not possible for anyone to see the Lord with mundane eyes. He also explained how by execution of pure devotional service one can get rid of the fruitive action of accumulated work and how he transformed his material body into a spiritual one. The spiritual body is alone able to enter into the spiritual realm of the Lord and no one but a pure devotee is eligible to enter into the kingdom of God. All the mysteries of transcendental realization are duly experienced by Nardamuni himself. And therefore, by hearing such and therefore, by hearing such an authority, one can have some idea of the results of devotional life, which are hardly delineated even in the original texts of the Vedas. In the Vedas and Upanishads, there are only indirect hints to all this. Nothing is directly explained there and therefore Srimad Bhagavatam is the mature fruit of all the Vedic trees of knowledge. Text 37 Sutta Goswami said Thus addressing Vyasadeva 
Srila Narada Muni took leave of him and vibrating on his Veena instrument, he left to wander at his free will. Purport Every living being is anxious for full freedom because that is his transcendental nature. And this freedom is obtained only through the transcendental service of the Lord. Illusioned by the external energy, everyone thinks that he is free, but actually he is bound up by the laws of nature. A conditioned soul cannot freely move from one place to another, even on this earth. And what to speak of moving from one planet to another? But a full-fledged, free soul like Narada, always engaged in chanting the Lord's glory, is free to move not only on earth, but also in any part of the universe, as well as in any part of the spiritual sky. We can just imagine the extent and unlimitedness of His freedom, which is as good as that of the Supreme Lord. There is no reason or obligation for His traveling, and no one can stop Him from His free movement. Similarly, the transcendental system of devotional service is also free. It may or may not develop in a particular person, even after he undergoes all the detailed formulas. Similarly, the association of the devotee is also free. One may be fortunate to have it, or one may not have it, even after thousands of endeavors. Therefore, in all spheres of devotional service, freedom is the main pivot. Without freedom, there is no execution of devotional service. The freedom surrendered to the Lord does not mean that the devotee becomes dependent in every respect. To surrender unto the Lord through the transparent medium of the spiritual master is to attain complete freedom of life. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Text 38 All glory and success to Srila Narada Muni because he glorifies the activities of the personality of Godhead and so doing he himself takes pleasure and also enlivens all the distressed souls in the universe. Purport Sri Narada Muni plays on his instrument to glorify the transcendental activities of the Lord and to give relief to all miserable living entities of the universe. No one is happy here within the universe and what is felt as happiness is Maya's illusion. The illusory energy of the Lord is so strong that even the hog who lives on filthy stool feels happy. No one can be truly happy within the material world. Srila Narada Muni, in order to enlighten the miserable inhabitants, wanders everywhere. His mission is to get them back home, back to Godhead. That is the mission 
of all genuine devotees of your Lord, following the footsteps of that great sage. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the first canto, sixth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Conversation between Narada and Vyas. All glories to Narada Muni. All glories to Shri Vyasadeva. All glories to all the associates of those transcendental personalities. All glories to the transcendental glories of the Lord. Hari Bol. So I'm going to stop here because we're already up to 741. We're only four minutes away from our 745 cutoff point. And the next chapter changes the mood entirely. It's a different, whole different direction. So uh, we'll leave that till tomorrow. Hare Krishna. We're looking forward to the uh, beautiful reflections of the devotees of the Lord. Please be our guest. Hare Krishna. Oh, Rasika Shiramani has something to say about that. Here you go. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Guru Maharaj, again for your wonderful, merciful reading of the books every day to us. Um, I am I'm relishing uh, Narada Muni's pointing to the fact that the simple chanting of Hare Krishna, the Maha Mantra, is the perfect solution for uh, those who are whose minds are completely distracted by the material energy. Hmm. And that no matter where we're at um, or where we've been, we can chant Hare Krishna and eventually we will be brought to the transcendental platform and on into pure devotional service. Absolutely. Actually, the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is pure devotional yes, service. indeed. And as soon as we chant, we are brought into that stage. We may not be able to perceive it all the time, you know, but that's the actual fact. That's the fact. Hare Krishna. Very relishable. Hare yes, Krishna. yes, very relishable. Thank you. Gopakanya Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna. She's always first out of the block. She's got it all typed up and ready, ready for distribution, ready for publishing. <laughs> Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to His divine grace. All glories to the transcendental sound of His words and His purports to these books. From Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi. She says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And Rati Manjari. Hare Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. I made it back into the nectar stream. Thanks to you. Hare Krishna, thank you for jumping in 
the water's just fine. From Bhakta Jason. Haribo Bhakta Jason. Hare Krishna, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Maharaj Narada Muni is the transcendental spaceman, traveling anywhere he likes, playing his veena. But I was wondering why he doesn't stay in any one place. Is he just eternally preaching in new places, or does he have a curse on him? Oh, you knew. You didn't know? When he converted all of the sons of Daksha, Daksha cursed him that he would no, not be able to stay in one place for very long. Yes, he was cursed by Daksha. And Daksha, although he's materialistic, he's very powerful because he was a mind-born son of Brahma also and one of the chief prajapatis. His name means expert. He was expert at, have, at bearing children. <laughs> Hare Krishna. I'm from Subarao. Subarao, Hare Krishna. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for reading the glorious Sriman Bhagavatam. He quoted this, To surrender unto the Lord through the transparent medium of the spiritual master is to attain complete freedom of life. Yes, and um, as we have heard again and again in this section of the Srimad Bhagavatam, anyone who follows in the footsteps of Vyasadeva and represents his teachings uh, in the line of disciplic succession without distorting uh, the teachings uh, becomes uh, a via medium uh, a medium through which the glories of Krishna can be distributed so this very important point, it's an essential point in our philosophy and in our daily lives, uh, must be constantly remembered and reinforced so that we can stay connected with Vyasadev through the disciplic succession, Hare Krishna. And that disciplic succession, by the way, is eternal. If it is ever broken, Krishna comes himself and restarts it up again. There's always somebody on the planet who is representing Krishna without distortion. Haribo. From Don Lee Leah McDonald. Don Leah McDonald. Well, how about that? Hare Krishna, welcome aboard. Haribo, thank you, Maharaj. Well, you're entirely welcome, Hare Krishna. From Ananda Murti. Ananda Murti, Hare She says, Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, and all assembled devotees. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Narada Muni gave a lot of mercy to all suffering souls who are suffering in this material world. So I should follow his footsteps. Uh, absolutely. 
and he's still here by the way he's still in the material world and traveling all the world over the universe and yes still here Prabhupada even mentioned that he attended a few of his programs when there was nobody in, in, in attendance and the devotees became dis disappointed Prabhupada said oh you're disappointed you didn't see Narada <laughs> he can show up anywhere anytime and you may or may not perceive it Hare Krishna and he always turns up just at the right moment to pass information from one person to another to precipitate and make more interesting the pastimes of the Lord that's his business Hare Krishna from Daitari Hari Daitya Hari 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 Bo Hare Krishna Maharaj thanks for treating us to another reading I really liked the point we heard at the end that in all spheres of devotional service freedom is the main pivot oh yes and without freedom there is no devotional service this is the point that made the biggest impression with me also go ahead please that's it yes because devotional service is voluntary there is if 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 you feel like you're being forced to do it then it isn't devotional service if someone is trying to force you into doing something that's not devotional service devotional service can only be done uh, voluntarily and therefore that platform of voluntary service is the platform on, upon which one can move and uh, see and have revealed to all the different stages of um, the unlimited varieties of activities uh, in the spiritual world that the Lord has with His eternal associates. And to become attracted to those pastimes and to develop a intense desire, lobha is the word, intense greed to achieve that platform and to be able to be with the Lord and associate with the Lord and to become an instrument in the hands of the Lord, even here in the material world. Uh, that's the goal of life. Hare Krishna. Bhakta Rupa Haribo Bhakta Rupa Hare Krishna Maharaj thanks for reading tonight's reading was amazing Narada gives his personal testimony as to the potency of constantly hearing and chanting the activities of the Lord mm. the potency of hearing and chanting especially in the association of devotees has been a constant theme of these readings and my personal reading also mm. It seems to be the key to overcoming our conditioned nature. Mm. I hope that I can develop a genuine urge to hear Bhagavatam with others, as it really is the nectar of life. Well, the fact that you're here every night uh, is already testimony to the fact that you have achieved that taste. There's always 
that taste can always become deeper and and stronger and whatever but anyone who hears regularly every day like this uh, already has achieved uh, the goal it's just a matter of realizing more and more that's all that's all just a matter of time and the sense of freedom that one achieves by hearing like this regularly in the association of the devotees is real it's not a temporary thing one can actually directly perceive that one is free when we look out at the world and we see how people are being forced into so many compromised situations and forced to act in ways that are causing so much suffering to themselves and to others. When you enter in, into an, an ISKCON temple or an ISKCON ashram, it's a completely different atmosphere. Even if it's filled with neophytes, well, I'm a neophyte, I don't know about anybody else, but uh, still, the atmosphere is palpably uh, different and anybody can you know, uh, perceive it. We have one plumber named Tim who comes every once in a while to do something to help, help us. Uh, Arata Rahman met him and he's a very nice person. His daughter, as a matter of fact, his daughter went to India and now she wants to meet me. Anyway, Tim comes in, very jovial type of person, very nice person. But every time he comes in, before he leaves, he says, you know, Every time I come into this place, I learn something new. <laughs> so, there you have it. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Hare Krishna. From Goranga Gopal. Goranga Gopal, Hare Bo. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Thank you for reading tonight. I really appreciate how the chanting of Hare Krishna and following the instructions of our spiritual master gives us real freedom. I also appreciate the unique character of devotees like Narada Muni, so compassionate to all conditioned souls and coming to give us such freedom while playing on his veena. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is the ultimate star. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate uh, famous musician because he's famous all over the universe <laughs> we may be famous in a little part of a country or sometimes in a whole planet but he's famous everywhere he's so famous that even all the other sampradayas they, they kind of like what's the word they take credit for him being in their sampradaya he, he's in all the sampradayas you know <laughs> so wonderful personality to exemplify full freedom so let us all follow in his footsteps and every time we get a chance to talk to a conditioned soul let us try to help them take a step forward in devotional life Hare Krishna and from Vrajaloka Yes, Brajaloka. 
Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for today's reading. It was so wonderful to hear about the power of transcendental devotional service. In the last few days I spoke with one of my devotee friends about the free will of the living entity and we thought about do we really have free will as we are so much affected by the modes of material nature and our karma. The verse 37 and its purport clarified perfectly this topic. Can you please elaborate on this statement a little deeper? Just uh, quote, just so free is the transcendental process of devotional service. It either develops in one or it does not even if one observes all the rules in the most meticulous way. If a person um, accepts the rules and regulations of devotional service to be the masters, or in other words, if they think that the purpose is to uh, to follow those rules and regulations. In other words, <clears throat> if they are the masters, then they cannot achieve freedom and happiness and a carefree, blissful, jolly uh, demeanor. Uh, the rules and regulations are there to purify the, the mind and senses. And um, the holy name of the Lord is beyond the rules and regulations as it says in the as Lord Chaitanya says in his second verse of the Shikshastaka Nam Nam Akari Bahuda Nijasar Vishaktis Tricharaprita Niyamatak Smarane Nakalaha Etadrishi Tabakrikapa Bhagavan Mamapi There are no hard and fast rules for chanting the holy name of the Lord. The holy name of the Lord is Chintamani. It is spiritual. Nama Chintamani Krishnas Chaitanya Rasa Bigraha Purna Shudo Nityamukta Pinatmam Nama Namino So if we chant our rounds because we were told we have to chant a certain number of rounds and if we become uh, in a mentality that our devotional service ends there or that is our devotional service then we will be barred from tasting real attraction and attachment for Krishna and pure loving devotional service because loving devotional service comes from the heart directly uh, with pure affection for the purpose of uh, pleasing the senses of the Lord. Uh, so the, the rules and, and, and regulations are actually servants of the master of pure devotion. Therefore, the only two rules and regulations that when you boil them down, they come to two. Always remember Krishna and never forget Him.
Hare Krishna. From Daitari Hari. Haribo Daitari Hari. Today in Gloucester, on book distribution, I met a guy who said that he met a devotee in an airport in Los Angeles when he was in a very bad place in his own life. Mm. He said the exchange with that devotee changed his life. Mm. He was literally wide-eyed and in awe of his remembrance of that devotee. Mm. He took a Gita and an Ishopanishad and expressed so much gratitude. He had faith in God and attributed that faith to this devotee he met 20 years ago. Wow. It was an amazing exchange. Wow. So that's Krishna bringing into your vision, you know, the perfect example so that you will uh, be able to go forward in your spiritual life. How, how wonderful. Thank you for sharing that and uh, congratulations for achieving that level of protection by the Lord. I was thinking just the other day, here I am feeling sometimes like I'm uh, not plugged in so much to the world, which I'm not, <laughs> but even the ISKCON world. I've been here kind of... Uh, housebound for a couple of years never never happened to me before <clears throat> but at the same time <clears throat> I feel free completely free and uh, <clears throat> excuse me it's inexplicable how the restriction of my physical activities and mobility has actually resulted in a feeling of um, being protected uh, by Krishna more than I ever have before in my life. So how good is that? And that's real freedom. To be, to feel uh, not just peaceful, but, you know, happy, you know, uh, even in such a circumstance. And of course, this daily readings is my life and all of you are my lives. So, Hare Krishna, that's my only elaboration on that point. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Mandrai. Haribo Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. Tonight we heard about the magnanimous Narada Muni, whose very life is to sing the glories of the Lord, which are none different from Him. Thus he directly offers the living entities the presence of the Supreme Lord. Mm -hmm. I would like to offer a Sankirtan story. This morning I placed two small books at the station I pass on my way to work. In the evening I passed it again and was mumbling to Srila Prabhupada. Surely the books will have gone because people really want your books, Srila Prabhupada. It had become already dark. To my surprise, I found the small book on the ground together with the Jagannath sticker. I picked it up, and again, to my amazement, the other book, Sri Shopanishad, was also still on the spot I left it. Two young people were right next to it, talking. I said, that book is very nice. What is it? Who are you and what are you doing? They asked. 
I said without thinking, I am the book fairy. I put these <laughs> books. I put these <laughs> books. <laughs> That's a classic line. I'm the book fairy. <laughs> Trade it in for some. Well, go ahead. Let's hear the rest. I put these books out because I really like them and I want people to have them. They both smiled. They really liked that answer. <laughs> the young man said he wanted to have the book and the other book, a summary of the of Nectar of Devotion, I gave to the young woman. The young man said, this book is for me. Did you know that my name is Siddhartha? Yes, she said, his name is Siddhartha Arjuna. I was thrilled to hear that because obviously Lord Krishna had arranged for these books to be left for these bright people. Mm and me coming there to give them to them personally. Mm. The boy did not know who Arjuna was and, I was, and he was excited to hear that I knew his name. I asked what they were doing there, and they said they had been advocating for gay rights for the last five hours on a very <laughs> cold day. I appreciated their sacrifice and chanted the first verse of Sri Shopanishad to them, and he read out loud the translation and really liked it. Then I taught them the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, which they repeated word for word with full enthusiasm. There you go. All this happened in a few minutes on my way home. Transcendental Book Distribution Key Jai. Jai. Transcendental Enthusiasm Ford. Transcendental Book Distribution Key mm -hmm. Jai. Thank you, Rati. That was beautiful and very enlivening. Mm -hmm. Uplifting to all of us. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. And uh, from Anandamurti. Haribo Anandamurti. Today I have two Bhagavad Gita classes. One is in the AM and one in PM. I can't perceive Narada Muni, but I pray to him and Srila Prabhupada and you so that I can impart these transcendental messages without deviation and without any speculations. New people are trying to find the Supreme Truth. Exactly, that's true. So many people out there now, you know, by this pandemic, it's the blessing of the pandemic, you know. So many people have been brought to the understanding that they really can't enjoy. No matter what the situation is, something's liable to happen to turn it whole, all upside down. So there's many people out there now. So it's our duty, you know, to contact them somehow or other, you know, and uh, offer them Prabhupada books, offer them some prasad, offer them some shelter of the association of a Vaishnava, Hare Krishna. And from Dhanitai. Hare Bol Dhanitai. Dear Srila Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Would you please help me understand in which rasa Srila Narada Muni is considered to be? I remember hearing before that he would be a devotee in a neutral relationship, but now hearing this amazing but now hearing his amazing glories makes me doubt this. Your servant. No, he's not he's not a neutral devotee. Uh he's in he's in servitude and mixed with uh a little friendship. 
dasi ras mixed with a little sakya ras. That, that's why he's always close. He's always doing intimate things to, uh, as, as I said before, precipitate, you know, Krishna's appearance or the pa- the part of the pastimes which, uh, you know, become very interesting and, you know, yeah. You can't go into the spiritual world and meet Krishna and travel anywhere and everywhere unless you have relationship with him. The the, the Kumaras came and they were in uh, neutrality. They were in neutrality. But they could still wander because they were very advanced spiritually. But they hadn't contacted the lotus feet of the Lord yet which Narada Muni did, you know, at a very young age. So, but when they, but when the Kumbharas saw the Lord's transcendental form and smelled the tulsi leaves and from from his lotus feet, they changed, their hearts changed, and they became pure devotees. So, uh, this, these are all evidences of Narada's position. It's not that he's neutral. How can he be neutral? How can he engage in the pastimes directly with Krishna? How can he go and visit, you know, Krishna and Dwarka and be shown by Krishna all the different activities, you know, that Krishna displays, you know, in all his palaces simultaneously, different activities. Not impossible for anybody but Krishna to 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 engage in. No, it's not possible. I don't know who you heard that he was neutral, but it's completely crazy. Hare Krishna. He says thank you, Sridhar Guru Maharaj. Hari Bo. And one more comment from Brajaloka. Hari Bo Brajaloka. Thank you for your answer. <clears throat> it was very interesting for me to hear that the Lord's mercy is unique and this mercy can only be understood by devotees by the mercy of the Lord I get so much mercy but many times I cannot recognize or properly appreciate that now I feel so fortunate and blessed that I that I got your company and when I am contacting with you I always can see my blessings in a more grateful heart. This is the biggest mercy in my life given by the Lord. Thank you so much. Yes, Bhajaloka. And you it's not that you never feel that. You feel that regularly, you know, even in difficulty time difficult times. So, you know, you are a devotee and Krishna will never forget you and you're going back to Godhead. Just a matter of when, that's all. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much everyone for your lovely uh, reflections, uh, especially that funny story, wonderful story, not just funny story, but a wonderful story, you know, from the, uh, what was it she called herself? The book fairy. The book fairy. <laughs> that was a great one. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, samabeda bhakta binda ki jai, gaur premanandi hari hari bo. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place same topic 
the transcendental bliss of the book fairies. Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow.